Welcome to episode number 163 of Taken With You for March 18th, 2012. Well, I guess I'm past St. Patty's Day. You've been in St. Patty's Day all day today, though. <laughs> That's right there, Lassie. And it's been a great one. Yes, it has. I still have my St. Patty's Day t-shirt on. Cool. Well, stick around. We're going to be talking about all sorts of cool stuff, like our own local storage wars. And we will be continuing our story about Joseph from Genesis. It's going to be really cool. This is Amy, by the way. This is Rick. And you're listening to Take Him With You. This has been kind of the, another whirlwind here at the Moyers' house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very busy. We had a pretty exciting weekend so far, and it's only halfway over. Well, kind of. Well, our daughter got her first real car. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. And then you can share about your your auctioneer experience yep. today. Yep. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, I didn't. Remember hearing before you got there, there was somebody that was doing it, um, and then I said that when you showed up, you would get all upset. Did you really say that? Yep. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) It was pretty funny. Did you say I I bring a baseball bat? (laughs) Well, you you don't mess with somebody like, especially you. You don't mess with you uh, if you don't like something like the yups. Uh, when you have PMS, it just doesn't. <laughs> you didn't need to share with everybody that I have PMS. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You know what I call it? Premonstrative syndrome. That's yes. all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I, I took I'm my. Anything I else. took my vitamin. You. I took my vitamin B complex for stress tabs today. Well, why is morning. it that you take vitamin B complex and then I have the complex? You have the complex. You, I'm just. Joking. I don't get that. That's okay. Yeah, I I take vitamin Bs and magnesium and calcium. They help kind of help my it's part of nervous life. system. <laughs> it's part of life, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and if you know, if you've been alive for any time at all, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there is a scripture verse that says for men to dwell with their wives with understanding. Who's understanding? You're supposed to be understanding. Oh. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Miracles happen. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be right back, and we're going to talk <laughs> about... Plus, oh, we forgot to say, uh, this week our subject is... We're talking about the story of Joseph again from the Old Testament. And, of course, you know how we come across with it. We, we're we reading the Bible, and then we're talking about the practical application of why that story perhaps was put in the Bible for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are of the persuasion that God put that... In the Bible, inspired somebody to write that, a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's not just a fancy little history lesson. There's something we can learn from it and apply to our lives. And today is no exception. We find some really interesting things that happened to Joseph. And we'll, we'll bring you up to speed when we get there. And then we're going to read some new stuff today. Some earth-shattering cool stuff. Cool. Does that sound all right? Yeah. Okay. Stick around. How cool is this podcast? 
That means that you excellent people who are listening to this cool podcast are even more cooler. How cool is that? So once you've finished listening to this podcast, why don't you come over to our podcast and give us a go? We're called Waffle On. You can find us on iTunes. Simply type in Waffle On or go to our webpage and you'll find us at http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon.podbean.com. By the way, Meds is way cool and Cal is really cool. Don't you think they're cool? Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they switched around and changed the program to cover a, a wider variety of entertainment now. So they have all sorts of cool things they're doing. you got to check them out over at uh, Waffle On Podcast. Very fun. And listen to the gentleman Waffle On. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at that, am I? Um, well, we, no, we they're very good at that, that American way, and they say it the British English yeah. way. Well, yeah. Meds is a is a good friend of our Meds and Natalie. We've had them on the show, and of course, they have their cute little daughter Isla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we every time we get pictures, we go aww. Yeah, so we'll do that for you again, Meds. Ready? Aww. <laughs> we like pictures of, of little kids because we don't have they're any little so kids cute. anymore. And Ours have all grown up. Yes, yeah. and they might be waiting for a long time for grandbabies. But well, you never know. You never I know. Don't know. You never know. Hey, I have a question for you. For me? Yeah. Do you have Stitcher Radio on your iPod? I do, but I still haven't figured out how to use it. What? What? Ask me what Stitcher is. What is Stitcher Radio? Stitcher is really, really cool because you can listen to your favorite podcasts on your iPhone, your Android phone, your Kindle Fire, all sorts of different devices with Stitcher. And you know what I do? What do you do? I downloaded Stitcher for my iPad and my iPhone. Okay. And I can also listen online. Mm-hmm. And here's what I do. Because I have so many different devices that I use and I'm in so many different places during the day, I, I'll start on my iPad while I'm eating breakfast listening to a podcast mm-hmm. on Stitcher Radio. And I will listen and then I'll pause it. And I'll go to a different device. Maybe I go out for an errand or something like that. So I plug my iPhone into my stereo in my truck, and I I resume the program. Is that cool or what? Yeah. And then if I'm sitting here doing some graphic work and I don't need to concentrate as far as the, uh, you know, I don't need to be talking or, or doing voiceovers, then I will listen to it right on my computer. Okay. Because that's cool. <clears throat> now, what about... For people like me, who uh-huh. I pretty much only use my phone. Okay, well, here's the deal. Stitcher is really g- convenient because it doesn't store the podcast on the phone. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't have to take up all your memory. Mm-hmm. And you can you can just stream it right there. So you, what you do is you go and you type in the program you want to look for, like take him with you. Mm-hmm. And then it'll come up and say, take him with you with Rick and Amy Moyer. You say, make that one of my favorite channels. Now, I've got uh, I've got all the stuff from Wayne Henderson online, mm-hmm. you know, Fringe Casting and Packers Fan Podcast and uh, his uh, Tuning In with Wayne Henderson. Mm-hmm. I've got, well, Tuning In with Wayne Henderson hasn't been approved yet, but as soon as it is, it's on my Stitcher radio list. I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, and then I also have, um, I have all of Alan Joyce's stuff. Mm-hmm. from the Kessels because we think they're really cool. So I have Tales from the Mouse House on there. And I also have the cool podcast that I listen to every week uh, from them. Uh, the Amazing Race Fast Forward podcast is also on Stitcher 
network. So that's that's what's so cool about it. And then it just, you know, it, you keep track of your different programs that you like, and it tells you when the new one comes up, and you can listen to it right there. It's really cool. Okay. And it's free. Hmm. Now, on my iTunes, mm-hmm. um, I can click on the podcasts I've already listened to and go get more podcasts and then stream them also. Yes, but you can. You but that, that you have to down you know, you don't stream those on on iTunes. You download those. Um, I actually can stream most of them while I'm working on three G. Well, I think you don't stream them. I think you are downloading them and you don't realize it. Mm-mm. Yeah. It won't allow me to download them when I'm on three G. Huh. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, why, why are you convincing people me. not to get here? No, I'm supposed to be doing an no. advertisement for Stitcher. You'll just have and you're to, convincing us not to get You'll it. just have to actually show me how to do it because well, I'm Well, what about all the people challenged. with an Android phone that don't have iTunes? That's true. If you don't have iTunes, this would probably be a really great thing for you. Yeah, it's a really and, cool program. And it probably would be a really great thing for me, too. I'm just usually about a year behind or more on oh, technology, geez. and you have to. I eventually get it, but I'm a little bit slower at all the new stuff than okay, you are. To get Stitcher, you go to stitcher.com, download the app for free. I've got, free, 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 free. I did free. that. I got that far. And then type in the programs you want, and it'll find them for you, and then you just... You've got your favorites there, then you can listen to them like I do all the time now. I I just clicked on Stitcher Smart Radio, and then it asked me, I am a returning user, and I or I am a new user, and I haven't gone past that far because I haven't figured out what I am. <laughs> I guess I'm a new user. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, no comment. Yes. I I need help, but and then it asked you for email. Create a pass. Oh, I can register as Facebook, so that makes it easy. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it tells everybody on Facebook what podcast you're listening to. Oh, I so didn't you know can't I listen do that. to those those bad podcasts that you yeah, listen to. Those, I listen to a lot the of explicit bad. lyric ones. No, not you my don't. thing. I know you don't. Yeah. So F- foul language, you. Uh-huh. Gosh. Yeah. Well, I'll have to. I guess I just go log on. Yeah. Okay. You know what? We'll figure this out later. Yeah. My wife getting Stitcher radio right on her iPhone as we do the podcast. I was just trying to do a little promo because to tell everybody, Take Him With You is on Stitcher Radio. Okay. So go to Stitcher.com, sign up, get yours for free, and listen to our podcast. We had one of our uh, very first-time listeners listen to us on Stitcher this last week. Very cool. I play Words with Friends with him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Thanks for mm-hmm. listening, by the way. That's very cool of you. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll be right back and we're going to get right into what's going on at our house. Eleven teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win $1 million on The Amazing Race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our show, The Amazing Race Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week, and ultimately win the $1 million prize. We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. Check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes. Or at fastforwardtar.com. And we'll see you... At the fast forward. You know, for the very first time since I've been watching The uh, Amazing Race, mm-hmm. they did the thing that they named their program after. They had a fast forward on the program. Ah. 
And what it does is it allows the team that's in first place to do a challenge, and it takes them right to the very pit stop. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. It was landing a helicopter, a toy helicopter, on a helipad that was on a helmet. Wow. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that would be very precise. Did they do it? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't Oh, been... spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I haven't... Well, we didn't say who did it. I haven't been able to keep up on um, Amazing Race. It's been really good this season. Mm-hmm. I've watched some of it with you, but um, yeah. yeah, not okay. all of them. Well, Al and Joyce, we appreciate them, and mm-hmm. they have such good podcasts. Right now, we've been uh, they're going to visit their little new grandson. I li- I'm kind of, I listen to their podcast kind of haphazardly. I should do better than that, but I just listened to one this last week from Thanksgiving. Oh, that's a while back. I know. It was, well, it was when I had downloaded on my iPod. Um, you went and cleaned up some of my iPod the other day, and I just told you, oh, just leave one of each thing on there. And I left the Thanksgiving one. And you left one the Thanksgiving one, and I, I hadn't downloaded the newer ones yet. Sorry, so sorry. You have to leave, without the Stitcher thing, I have to leave one of each thing on there so that right. I can say, get more podcasts. Right. And so, yeah, I know that's really bizarre. And I think I'd already listened to it, but they're all good. They are very good. They have... Excellent entertainment for the for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Yes, and lots of good pointers. I I really like the Disney one. Yeah, I want to go it now. Makes me go. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we mentioned at the beginning of the program that it's kind of been a whirlwind. Um, yeah, we went uh, and got uh, Catherine a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends on Facebook. Yeah, someone that you were in radio with years probably ago. <clears throat> quite. A few decades ago. 28, 29 years ago. Is it that long? Yeah. Yeah. Was it Was it when you were in high school and you were a weekend DJ or right in college or I something? knew them then, yes. Yeah. I knew him then. Yeah. And you were, like when we were going to college together, you did radio on the weekends. So, um. Anyway. Yeah. So, but you knew him for a long time and you. He had a car for sale. Yeah. You posted on Facebook that. Our daughter had a tight budget and was looking for a dependable, safe car. Yeah. And he goes, well, I have one that's just sitting in this garage and has been for two years. Do you want it? And it turned out to be a very, very nice oh, car. Oh, my goodness. We're I guess really what it blessed. is. It's a, it's a 95 <laughs> Cadillac DeVille. Yes, yeah, she in pristine shape with it, only fifty nine thousand really, miles on it. Really, a beautiful car. It she's styling with leather seats and electronic everything. Yeah, it's it's actually a, a lot nicer car than what we have. Um, less miles on it too, but um, but yeah, it'll be a nice, safe car for her to drive around in. It's you know, yeah. it's got some bulk around it. It's not this little. Yeah, I guess can, if she can. gets in an accident, they get hurt, not her. Huh? Well, hopefully no one will get in accidents. That's right. We don't want any ac- no accidents. No accidents. But she um, drove herself to work tonight in her white caddy. It's yeah. it's quite a large car. It's nice. Uh, <laughs> but, I'll put a picture of it in really, our notes over at takingwithyou.com. It, it's a really nice car. We were really blessed with a good deal on it. So yeah, so now really she's thankful. driving in style. Yeah, and it, you know, because it sat for a while, um, that's part of the reason why our day was so crazy is um, you and Andrew spent pretty much all morning fixing the water. Um, there was a water hose. hose that had a leak in and, it. And, you know, we expected a few little things like that because it sat for a long time. Yeah. And, 
you know, the guy was very generous in, in his deal with us. So we knew we were going to make a few little repairs. But um, so far, it's only been a water hose and a, a fuse. Yeah. And the fuse was even, extra fuses were even in the car. So, yeah, um, yeah Andrew got her um, cigarette lighters working again so that she can charge So her she can s- smoke again because no. that's important. So that she could charge her cell phone. Oh. Um, yeah, she didn't even. This is how different it is nowadays she didn't mm-hmm. even know that it wasn't well we call them cigarette lighters yeah but she never knew why we called them that yeah our generation called them but what do they call them today because not very many people use them to light cigarettes anymore with do they i don't you don't, know don't i don't smoke people, so i don't know don't most people just use them to charge their cell phones mm-hmm, they do so i wonder what they're called now i don't know Maybe they're called accessory plugins. Accessory plugins, maybe. I'm All I know sure. is there used to be this cool little thing with a coil in it that when you pushed it in, the 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 electricity from the battery heated it up and you could pop it out and light your cig- cigarette with it. Well, this is a ninety five, yeah, um, a ninety five Cadillac, and so it has cigarette lighters in it, the front and in the back. It probably was actually used for the original purpose back then. Yeah. Not a lot of people had cell phones in 95. Some people did. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't. No. Nope. We didn't have cell phones at that nope. time. Of they course. Big, bulky, and in a bag. Well, and at that, in 95, you only lived about a mile from work. So didn't you really need didn't one. need a cell phone because you had a home phone. Nowadays, home that's and, unheard of. Everybody has I a cell know. phone. Well, and a lot of young people today... Yeah aren't getting landlines they just have their cell phone landlines you landlubbers you yeah it's gonna i kind of feel like one day they're you know just like um around the u.s anyway. like a rotary telephone it won't be around yeah, anymore well when i was a kid that's how i called home so that my mom would pick me up after practice or games phone home is a rotary would, phone no you'd go to a pay phone. i would go to a pay phone yep we had a pay phone and at our high school at yeah. the high school I, yeah. and i put in 25 cents and well I hey i remember home. when they were only a dime yeah <laughs> yeah that's how old i am well i think when i was in high school a year later than you um we they were a quarter, and then yeah. as time went on, then we got little cards like credit cards mm-hmm. uh, for different uh, phone companies that had yeah. wars with each other, um, and then they would cards. then you could use a calling card to and call. That people. was such a pain because you had to put in like a gazillion numbers. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I didn't like those. Really. And now, I I can't even I don't see payphones hardly yeah. ever. I I remember the corner grocery. You know, on the way home from school, there was a. A grocery store and they had like two pay phones yeah. and, and there was pay phones at the high school and yeah and all over now now you don't see him hardly anywhere which anymore. really plays havoc with superman he has a real yeah. rough time now changing his clothes because there isn't any phone <laughs> booths anymore well even in our time they went from the booths to just a thing mounted on a wall you know with a little yeah they're a lot different Except in Catholic to. neighborhoods, he uses the confessional. <laughs> okay, I think Vatican II kind of got rid of a lot of that too. So, oh, did they? Yeah. Well, sorry, Superman. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I didn't mean to break <laughs> any bad news to Clark there. But, yeah. Uh, so we really got off. We okay. Really got so, off on the phones. All right. So but, the but other thing, kind of exciting. Them, yeah. You we know, spent the morning fixing the car. That's what we were talking yeah. about. And, and then, then, then we went to my commitment. I was asked to be the auctioneer. At a storage unit place that's owned by some of our friends, mm-hmm. and I got to go do 
six auctions for uh, different storage units and had a great time. There was a lot of people that showed up. I was surprised. Yeah, there's probably about 50 people there. And for our small community, that was a That's pretty a good turnout. Yeah. Yeah, I was really surprised. Yeah. And we had a lot of people. And um, some are pretty serious bidders, too. I yeah, mean, I was like, wow. You, you yeah. tried making it fun and, you know, yeah, joking they, around a little bit. And they like kind of just like, but start this bidding you know and we're really Let's serious get this party started yeah and and i remember the first one you did um i was walking up just as you were finishing it and it was like the first one went for over a thousand dollars yeah yeah but it was the biggest one it was like a 10 by 20 foot yeah um, right oh so. here listen 275 yeah, so some of them just went for a couple hundred, and, and I think there's only one that went over a thousand, the biggest one. There was one. two, actually, that oh, went two? for a thousand, yeah. Oh, okay. The last one went for a thousand dollars as well. Mm-hmm. So that was quite fun, and I had a great time, and nobody went, yup. Oh, I'm so glad I wouldn't Only one on person before Postal you came, and then I told somebody. them, Man, my wife will go crazy on you. You better watch well, out. Well, they had, they had paper signs if the, if they paid a deposit to be able to... Well, actually, no, that's not how it worked. Oh, they didn't do that? No, that's no, the way it, it worked is they came and they signed up. If they wanted a bid, they signed okay. up and, they and got, got the rules number. and got a number. And then when they wanted to make a bid, they'd hold up the number. Mm-hmm. And then... I would acknowledge them. Oh, so they didn't do a deposit after. Well, they did do a deposit if they got the storage unit. Oh, okay. Then they paid the deposit and the money and plus tax. Uh-huh. And then what they did is once they got the, all the stuff out of the storage unit, they, they got, got their the $100 back. back. Oh, that's how it worked. Yeah. Okay. So I had but, a great yeah. time doing that and, you know, made a little extra money for the weekend, which is really not extra money because it's paying the bills. And that's a yeah. happy thing. Yeah. It's not extra money when it just goes to bills. But, but hey, it, it was, goes to bills. Yeah. It was fun. It was, you know, a little <laughs> diversifying of the job. Yeah, you still are yeah. using your voice skills, but in just a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody should go over and check out my resume. It's very fun. Yes, and that's at moyermultimedia.com forward, forward slash Rick Moyer resume. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, recommend me to people too. Because mm-hmm. uh, you never know. Works always a, a nice thing. A jingle or you a... You had a couple jobs this week, though. It had been yes. really slow, and then this week you had a couple... They were smaller paying jobs. ones, but they were good. Yeah, so know? it's picking up a little bit. We'll just pray that that momentum keeps going. I have one job that I've been doing that should pay off pretty well down the road, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of the green stuff yet, so yeah, we'll see. That, I think you're doing 11 commercials for uh-huh. an appliance repair yeah. company. On so. the web, yeah, they're, they're an online appliance repair company mm-hmm. i will reveal them when i have their commercials done yeah and but everybody will know them yeah kind of fun mm-hmm. so yeah. that's so that's what's been going of, on yes it's a little crazy but fun at the same time a lot of excitement over Catherine's car and then yeah. the auction and and now we're like laying here on the chairs or sitting in the chairs and going um we need to do the podcast <laughs> so but we're having a good time this is this is how the moyers party on saint patrick's day we do a podcast yay yeah yeah well you know what it's i fun. have to, i need to get out my guitar and figure out what i'm going to be singing i'm looking for I'm, I'm looking on my desktop here uh for i did a little a quick little thing the other morning before church when i was just 
practicing one of the songs and I was going to mm-hmm. play it for everybody, but I'm not finding it. Well, while you're looking, I'll talk about what we've been talking about in church. We've been talking about the life of Jesus and how that Jesus is more than just like a fire insurance that you say, okay, I believe in Jesus so that I can go to heaven someday. But that you can look at Jesus' life, how he lived his life, and how he treated people, how he thought of God and responded to God. And we can take that example and apply it to our lives every day and, and make a difference in our lives and the lives of other people. That's cool. I've been enjoying the series. It's been really good. And it's it's really, you know what I like? I like going to a church where where it's not all about religion. It's mm-hmm. not all about rules and regulations and all the stuff you can't do. And it's more about how do we live our lives for God? Mm-hmm. The the one that created us, and I really like that about it. So what what we can do to make a difference, and yeah. to be who God wants us to be. Wow, our dog is just freaking out. Well, I guess we'll take this opportunity while our dog barks to play. Now I don't have the best voice on this particular song, but here's something I put together the other morning. Enjoy. This is uh, called "I'm Amazed" right here. There you go. Kind of fun, huh? 
all of it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, as much as I sang onto the recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, let's talk about our subject today. This is a mm-hmm. really, we're on our, our series called Sunday Cool. Mm-hmm. And it's about the stories that we might have heard in Sunday school or we've heard talked about. If you didn't go to Sunday school, you've kind of heard mention of it here or there. Mm-hmm. This in particular story that we're covering now is in Genesis chapters like 38 and 40 and 41 around there. Uh, and it's all about the life of a guy named Joseph. Mm-hmm. And as a lot of people might recall or have heard, Joseph was the guy that they did the big musical on Broadway, Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat. Okay. And you probably heard different things about his life and how he was um, sold into slavery by his brothers because he shared his dreams with them and they were jealous. Mm-hmm. So they sold him into slavery. Actually, they were going to kill him. They threw him in a pit and then they sold. They ended up selling him into slavery. He got sold to a guy named Potiphar. Mm-hmm. And Potiphar was the the captain of the guard for Pharaoh, mm-hmm. and then um, Potiphar's wife. We're making this really condensed here. Mm-hmm. Potiphar's wife ended up um, wanting to uh, mess around with him. Yeah, in a, in a in a she hubba had, hubba way. She had a thing for him. Yeah, let's just put she that. She thought way. he was hot. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Amy. Well, I mean, that's kind of what happened. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, um, long story short, she accused him of of trying to rape her. Even though it was kind of the other way around. It it was the other way around. (laughs) So he got, Potiphar got upset and just threw him into prison. Mm -hmm. And there in prison, Joseph kind of rose to the top and became like a right-hand man to the warden in the prison. And then a couple of pharaohs, employees the baker mm-hmm. and the candlestick maker no 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 it was the baker and the cupbearer were thrown into prison we don't know why they mm-hmm. did something to offend the pharaoh and uh, they had these really disturbing dreams and joseph noticed them and that mm-hmm. they were upset yeah and so he asked them if everything was okay they said no they, we had these dreams can you tell us what they mean and he interpreted the dreams for them, and he was accurate. One guy got mm-hmm. stuck on a killed and stuck on a pole, and the other guy went back to being the cupbearer in the in the kingdom mm-hmm. for the king and or he, for the pharaoh. And he had asked them when he interpreted the dreams. He said, "Can you um, tell the king about me or the pharaoh um, about me?" So he told the truth. He said, "I yeah. was wrongly accused of uh-huh. doing bad things, and I didn't do those." It, it's it was false and please mention me to the pharaoh so I can get out of here. I don't like being in here. But then the cupbearer kind of forgot. He kind of you're on he, this kind of kick. He, he did forget for two years. Yeah. And now we're gonna pick up the story. Um, we're gonna pick up the story right when something happens with the pharaoh and Joseph is remembered. Okay. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. what we've learned so far through the story. Mm-hmm. We've learned who we should and shouldn't share our dreams with. Mm-hmm. We've learned that it, uh, when bad things happen to us or we're unjustly accused, that God will come to our defense somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. We've learned that when you're in a bad situation, if you keep your eyes focused on God, you can rise to the top even in the bad situation. Mm-hmm. 
And we also learned that you have to have a lot of patience because you sometimes it could take a long time. Long, long time. It for was, things to be vindicated. It was over a decade for for Joseph to um yeah, get vindicated. Yeah. So, so it took a long that's time. where we're picking up the story at. Mm-hmm. Um we have just now um well you'll see. So you're gonna want to get if you're reading along with us in the Bible, um we are in Genesis chapter forty one. In the Living Bible translation, it's called New Living New Translation. Living translation. Yeah, you can find that. I get my I get my stuff over at BibleGateway.com. It, it's a real translation, but it's translated into modern language, so it's easier for us modern people to understand. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Says two full years later, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing. On the bank of the Nile River. In his dream, he saw seven fat, healthy cows come up out of the river and begin grazing in the marsh grass. Then he saw seven more cows come up behind them from the Nile, but these were scrawny and thin. These cows stood beside the fat cows on the riverbank. Then the scrawny thin cows ate the seven healthy fat cows. At this point in the dream, Pharaoh woke up. But he fell asleep again and had a second dream. This time he saw seven heads of grain, plump and beautiful, growing on single stalk. Then seven more heads of grain appeared, but these were shriveled and withered by the east wind. And these thin heads swallowed up the seven plump, well-formed heads, then Pharaoh woke up again and realized it was a dream. You're yawning over there. Are you I'm tired? sorry. We're recording much later than we tried to. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Says, then the next morning, Pharaoh was very disturbed by the dreams. You know how you can, okay, this is me talking, but uh, you know how you can have a dream and not remember it? You know, you just basically, oh, yeah. you wake up and you go, you and then it just go. fades away. Yeah, you, but you have are just others, fuzzy-headed. Yeah. yeah, others sometimes are very, very vivid, vivid, and yeah. you remember them throughout mm-hmm. the day. Well, this one in particular really disturbed the pharaoh. Or sometimes you'll remember them for years. Yeah. yeah. So he called for all the magicians and wise men of Egypt, because I guess that's what you did when you want to know what your dream was about. Yeah. And when Pharaoh told them his dreams, not one of them could tell him what they meant. Finally, the king's chief cupbearer spoke up. Today, I have been reminded of my failure, he told Pharaoh. Some time ago, you were angry with the chief baker and me, and you imprisoned us in the palace of the captain of the guard. One night, the chief baker and I each had a dream, and each dream had its own meaning. There was a young Hebrew man with us in prison, who was a slave of the captain of the guard, and he told him our we told him our dreams, and he told us what each of our dreams meant, and everything happened just as he predicted. I was restored to my position as cupbearer, and the chief baker was executed and impaled on a pole. Yikes! Yeah, not fun. Pharaoh sent for Joseph at once. And he was quickly brought from the prison. After he shaved and changed his clothes, he went in and stood before Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream last night, and no one here can tell me what it means. But I have heard that when you hear about a dream, you can interpret it. 
Now, this is really interesting what Joseph says. Mm-hmm. He says, it is beyond my power to do this, Joseph replied. But God can tell you what it means and set you at ease. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We'll come back to that in a minute. So Pharaoh told Joseph his dream. In my dream, he said, I was standing on the bank of the Nile River and I saw seven fat, healthy cows come up out of the river and begin grazing in the marsh grass. But then I saw seven sick-looking cows, scrawny and thin, come up after them. I've never seen such sorry-looking animals in all of the land of Egypt. These thin, scrawny cows ate the seven fat cows. But afterwards, you wouldn't have known it, for they were still as thin and scrawny as before. Then I woke up. Mm-hmm. Then I fell asleep again, and I had another dream. This time, I saw seven heads of grain, full and beautiful, growing on a single stalk. The seven more heads of grain appeared, uh, but these were blighted, shriveled, and withered by the east wind. And the shriveled heads swallowed the seven healthy heads. I told these dreams to the magicians, but no one could tell me what they mean. Joseph responded, Both of Pharaoh's dreams mean the same thing. God is telling Pharaoh in advance what he is about to do. The seven healthy cows and the seven healthy heads of grain both represent seven years of prosperity. The seven thin scrawny cows that came up later and the seven thin heads of grain withered by the east wind represent seven years of famine. That's kind of interesting so far. Mm Mm-hmm. Then it says, this will happen just as I have described it, for God has revealed to Pharaoh in advance what he's about to do. The next seven years will be a period of great prosperity throughout the land of Egypt, but afterward there will be seven years of famine so great that all the prosperity will be forgotten in Egypt. Mm -hmm. Famine will destroy the land. This famine will be so severe that even the memory of the good years will be erased. As for having two similar dreams, it means that these events have been decreed by God and he will soon make them happen. Now get this. Mm -hmm. Therefore, Pharaoh should find an intelligent and wise man and put him in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh should appoint supervisors over the land and let them collect one-fifth of all the crops during the seven good years. Have them gather all the food produced in the good years that they are just ahead um, uh, in the good years that are just ahead and bring it to Pharaoh's storehouses. Store it away and guard it there so you'll be food, there'll be food in your cities. That way, there will be enough to eat when the seven years of famine come to the land of Egypt. Otherwise, the famine will destroy the land. All right, so this is the advice that Joseph gives to Pharaoh. He interprets the dreams because God gives him the interpretation. Mm-hmm. And then Pharaoh's listening, and, and, and he suggests that Pharaoh find somebody to put in charge of all this so that they don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. So Joseph's suggestions were well-received by Pharaoh and his officials. So Pharaoh asked his officials, Can we find anyone else like this man, so obviously filled with the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court, and all my people will take orders from you. Only I, sitting on my throne, will have rank higher than yours. Mm -hmm. Now, wait a minute. Joseph just went from being in prison, smelly, with a crazy beard and unshaven, and still, you know, still a slave and everything, 
probably still pretty much eating bread and water. I mean, they probably we don't know. I mean, they probably didn't feed prisoners very know. nice anyway. But he goes from that and boom, bam, mm-hmm. he's now the second in charge in, in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. The Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. Now, that's a big deal. Yeah. He dressed him in fine linen clothing and hung a gold chain around his neck. He gave him some bling. (laughs) Then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for his second in command. And wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted, kneel down. So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all of Egypt. And Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh, but no one will lift a hand or foot in the entire land of Egypt without your approval. And then it goes on to say that he gets a new name Mm -hmm. and he gets a wife. Pharaoh Mm -hmm. gives him a wife. Mm -hmm. Um, He he does all these different things for him and gives him everything that he ever dreamed of plus more. And of course, it goes on to talk about that this really did happen, mm-hmm. and they, you know, say they saved back some of the, you know, the the f- fruit of the land. And by the time they got to the famine, basically they had adequate. Storage. They had adequate storage. They had so much storage. They had everything enough that they even fed people that weren't from Egypt, mm-hmm. and and they prospered during that time when they would have crashed and burned mm-hmm. if they hadn't listened to the interpretation of that dream. Mm-hmm. From uh, Joseph. Well, so, isn't it interesting too? I just had this thought that that God gave Pharaoh that dream, and he wasn't even a God fearing man. I mean, he well, wasn't th- even a believer, but he, God still spoke to him. Well, now, now I think that is something that we we should talk about for a minute because I do believe that there are a lot of times that God will speak to different people on the earth, mm-hmm. and. And it may not be this big shouting thing, but it could be through well, their gifts yeah. or their talents. Or, or through a dream. Through a dream, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can't go on those things exclusively, but yeah. but I think that he speaks through people regardless if they acknowledge him or not at, at times. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that they'll do what they're supposed to with that. Mm-hmm. Well, and then But God, I don't think that, that there's like a corner on the market. That, then God brought somebody who knew him mm-hmm. and um, told him what the dream meant. Yeah. You know, so Well, now what we get and what we get from that mm-hmm. is that that Joseph was in tune enough with giving God the credit for these great I mean, he was a talented man. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he rose to the top just about every time that he got into trouble. Mm-hmm. And so he was very talented, but he refused to take that talent and say that it was his. Mm-hmm. You notice that that he starts all of his stuff off with, well, no, I can't interpret that, but God can. Mm-hmm. And then he speaks what he hears from from the Holy Spirit. And I think that's a really interesting point um, that Joseph didn't allow his situations to dictate how he responded to God and to others, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Because I don't think, you know, I think I allow things to get in my way. Yeah, and, you know, I think he probably had his questions and his doubts and his da- down times, but overall, he stayed steady and he still had a faith in God that that if you know Joseph did his part to be faithful and to work hard and you know kind of that God wouldn't forget him and God didn't forget him. Well, and I think sometimes if we want to get practical about this, mm-hmm. I think sometimes all of us feel forgotten in some way or another. 
Yeah, at some time or another. And and it's hard. Yeah. That's hard mm-hmm. when you know when you think, man, why can't I catch a break here? This it seems, seems like everything is really tough. Yeah. And there, I mean, I I felt I've had a pity party many times. Well, and we're coming into the Easter season, or you know, some people call it Resurrection Day, some call it Easter Sunday, um, and when they crucified Jesus on the cross. There was one point that Jesus even said, you know, why have you forsaken me? You know, because mm-hmm. he felt alone for a minute as he was dying on the cross. Now, yeah. God didn't forsake him, but I think he turned his head for a minute because he was like, oh, this is horrible yeah. seeing my son die. Yeah. And but then he rose him from the dead three days later. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's sometimes hard because sometimes I think God allows us to go through painful circumstances, painful situations, because he knows we need to go through them to get to the other side, to be at a place where we have compassion. We, and, and and maybe we have a purpose or a destiny on that other side of that situation right. that we couldn't do if we hadn't gone through it. Right. Jesus couldn't have raised again. He couldn't have died for our sins if he, I mean, he couldn't have, Raising again, if um, I'm, yeah, you understand what I'm saying. Yes. That, you know, he had to go through that. He had to know the full extent of suffering to be able to identify with our pain. He had to live on the earth to understand, you know, sorrow and death. And and so this story really, it should give hope to any person who's listening right now that may feel like you've been forgotten mm-hmm. or maybe things didn't work out the way you thought they should or or you've been disappointed or or you just like you're thinking why am I just always beat down like this take some hope and realize that um you you don't you don't know that it might be that down the road things will change a lot for you mm-hmm. but here's why it changed for Joseph Joseph acknowledged that his gifts and his talents and all the good things that he had in him mm-hmm. were because of God. Yeah. And I think sometimes, and, you know, here we go, we are believers, we do believe in God. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes one of the reasons that people are always downtrodden and feeling miserable is because they, they've been selfish or they've been proud in their own right. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I've been that way. And, you know, I th- pretty soon, you know, you start worshiping the things you make with your own hands, and that's not good. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the keys to rising above and doing great things on this earth and making a difference is when we acknowledge who God is. Mm-hmm. And, and, we, and we don't just do that privately. It's a private thing. Joseph didn't do it privately. He said, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But. God can, and I walk with God, and so here we go. Mm-hmm. And I think if we all, for a moment, took a, a back seat and let God, instead of, you know, God is my co-pilot kind of thing, bumper sticker, should be God is the pilot. Yeah. And and if we would just let God be in charge of our lives, I think it would change everything as far as what works out for us and what doesn't. Well, it's it's interesting that, he was open about his faith. He wasn't ashamed of his faith, and yet he was humble. 
And yep. and I think that that humility. Yeah, you noticed is, he wasn't a jerk about is it. Is a real, real key. But I remember, mean, he oh, he was a jerk turn, at first. Remember, it can. Yeah, he learned humility. <laughs> through, yes, he did through what he went through. Because yeah, when he was a, a teen, he was kind of an arrogant little brat. And well, and as he, far as his brothers thought. Yeah, yeah, at least his brothers saw him that way, and he learned humility. Yeah. And um. You know, I think that's why sometimes Christianity I, can have a bad vibe or a bad name because some people are just very arrogant and mm-hmm. and they kind of come off as know-it-alls. Well, I, you know what I think happens? What? We begin to worship the re- the religion part uh-huh. of it, and we begin to worship the rules and the regs, and we and we kind of give ourselves credit for following the rules. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, I think God just walks out of that. Yeah. And instead of worshiping God with a, a heart of, you know, I just want to do what you want, God, and I want to follow after you, we kind of have our own little agenda. And I think mm-hmm. that's when we get in trouble. And a lot of us get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I wish I could say that it's really easy mm-hmm. to, you know, stay strong with God, but it's not always really easy. Yeah. You have to make an effort. And, you know, I have to mention that that rules aren't always bad. Because rules can be there for our safety mm-hmm. and to have us be healthy and to, you know, keep us from harm. Sure. But following the rules doesn't make you a, a better person. It might just make you healthier. You may be safer. safer. Yeah. You may be safer. You may be healthier. But we can't get arrogant and proud just because we follow the rules. Because um, it's not about us. Yeah, it's not about us. It's about what Joseph lived that, you know, he followed rules. Um but he also loved God and wanted to to, to have other people know well, and love God. And you know what's really cool about this is not only did he give acknowledgement to God for his talents and gifts and the, the fact that he could do these amazing things, mm-hmm. but he also was sensitive enough to be able to interpret those dreams. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he was out of the way enough that he really was hearing from the Holy Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And again, there's a key right there. Yeah. When you're humble before God and you don't take it all the credit for yourself, mm-hmm. then I think God will speak to your heart much stronger and much clearer because we're, you're actually <laughs> we be can, able to listen. We can get out of the way yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I, yeah. I think so because sometimes all the noise and distractions of what's going on and how awesome we are mm-hmm. can get in the way of how awesome God is. Yeah. Because, you know, truth be told... You know, the only reason that we're awesome is because God has allowed mm-hmm. us to be. And, you know, you and I both know that one day you can be on top of the world and the next day it can be like the world's on top of you. Yeah. And it's not good. Mm-hmm. But we also know that with faith in God, no matter what happens, we will get through. No matter where you feel you are in life, that God is with you. Absolutely. Yeah. So what a great story, huh? Yeah, and, and it's not over yet. There's no, we got more the, to go. Some of the best is yet to come. <laughs> well, we're going to find out a lot about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And it'll really speak to a lot of folks that have been through a rough time with people. Um, and, you know, sometimes there's this cliche that says you have to do this or you have to do that in order to forgive people. We're going to find out what how Joseph did it. And, and we'll find out that, you know, he was human and he struggled with it too. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like, oh, everything's great. You know, let's go have a party today. You know. It, well, you're getting ahead he, of yourself here. We'll find out how he handled it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think it will be very week. practical for us. Mm-hmm. So if we learned anything today, what we learned from the passage that we read is that at any moment in time, if you're open to it, God may promote you into a place where not only will you have influence, but you'll be able to declare how cool God is. Mm-hmm. And you'll also be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And and be able to help other people. And, and be promoted into a place where you can yeah, help mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. And, and not because of your own doing, but because God, God blesses you, which mm-hmm. is really a cool thing. Yeah. It but is. it's all in the timing, isn't it? The timing is the Two, hard part. Can you imagine what he felt like? Two years passed Mm -hmm. when he did that amazing interpretation of those guys' dreams it came to pass and two years went by yeah two long years in prison with the rats and the gross food and being in you know in in chains not great sanitation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wasn't fun in in prison there yeah well i don't think it's fun in prison anywhere yeah but two years went by that's a long time for Mm -hmm. us yeah, you know, and, and as horrible as most prisons are today, at least there are some standards for sanitation and for for food hygiene. Um, I I don't know that they had all that highest standards. Back no, I don't then. think so. Well, the point is though, yeah. if you're listening today and you feel like you've been forgotten, and you think that it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Just think what Joseph felt like. Mm-hmm. It must have been really, really hard. But I do believe that he got a grip on his attitude. Yeah. And and things turned around for him eventually, and he was remembered. What, what we need to do is just relax and uh, let God take charge of our life. And wherever we're at, whatever we're doing right now, even if we don't think it's the best place for us or... Or if we're, you know, we're just, we don't like our job or we don't like our situation with our family. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of attitude change. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a matter of quitting and going to a different job. You know, I mean, there are different times that that happens. Mm -hmm. But God hasn't forgotten you. Yeah. He still loves you, cares about you, has awesome stuff prepared for you. It's just a matter of, you know, taking that time, relaxing and, and letting God work it out in your life and, you know, learn from where you're at. You know, take mm-hmm. take advantage of some of life's lessons and and uh, be humble about it and see what God does. Be open. Be open. Be open, man. Mm-hmm. Way, way, way open. Well, open to God. <laughs> Sometimes you can be open to other things you might not want to be open to. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Let's have some discernment. That's, I think we talked about discernment a few weeks ago. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Kind of fun, huh? Yeah, I I really love the story of Joseph. I hope that everyone's enjoying it. And, um, you know, we do have Easter coming up. Are we going to do anything special for Easter? I don't know. We'll have to, you'll have to wait and find out. You know, yeah, you you will. Yeah. Yeah. I could say a lot of other things. Let's play a song and we'll be back to wrap things up and pray with everybody and introduce next week's subject. So stick around. This is uh, our pastor tonight. Carista, who is awesome lady, uh, is at a uh, a concert up in the Seattle area. She went to a. It's her birthday. Today. It's her birthday today. That's right. It's her birthday on Saint Patty's Day, even though we're officially tomorrow. But uh, anyway, she went to go see a band called Need to Breathe. Mm-hmm. They're really cool, and so I thought in honor of her that we would play one of their songs tonight. What do you think? 
Sounds or great. today or whenever you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. So this is Need to Breathe, everybody. Enjoy the song. We'll be back right after this. song huh very cool it's yeah. pretty you can find their their uh, music on itunes or amazon or anywhere fine music is sold 
So yes. if you want to get their stuff, you should because they're really good. They have all sorts of good music. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Carista, for. Uh, I hope you had a good time at the concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, um, she's actually skipping church tomorrow to be with some of her friends in Seattle and I, have I a bet, good time. And I bet they're going to church somewhere up there. I bet. Maybe. Maybe not. You know, That's what's cool cool have, about our pastor. She's not so religious that... They, uh, they'll she, have fellowship in the shopping mall, if not. I don't it's, know. it's true. You know, that I just love talking to her because uh, she has a, such a better perspective on life than most of the folks that we've worked with in, in ministries and stuff like that because she's real. Well, I And I she's, like, you know, she's not legalistic, and I really like that. I like the fact that, you know, she just says, well, you know what? You take you Jesus with yeah. you everywhere you go. And Thus, take him with you. Yeah, and you know, but I'll bump. You can pray for people wherever you go. You can, yeah. you know, have well, God thoughts. It's a you matter go. of your lifestyle and who you are. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not if you can attend church or if you can, you know, put enough money in the offering or if you can, you know, have this program or that program. It's really all about living our normal everyday lives for an extraordinary. God that loves us. Yeah. And that changes everything. It just changes the way we live life. And it should, in changes, a good way, not in a not in a mean, nasty, judgmental way. It should be a a, a life giving, um, you know, generous, open thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the things that I love is that the Bible talks about God lavishing his love on us. And I remember a friend of ours. Oh, talked, no, you're not going to do the mayonnaise thing, right? Yeah, it, it talked about how he really liked mayonnaise on his sandwiches and he loved to just lavish it on. Not good for him. <laughs> yeah, I think he may have cut back now. This is a long time ago. But, you know, God, God's love is like that. He wants to lavish us with his love. And yeah, I just, I word. like that. I like that word. Well, I'm glad you do. Well, what is it in the Message Bible? He talks about when it, I think it's First Corinthians thirteen talks about love extravagantly. Do yeah. you like extravagantly better? I do. Lavishly okay. sounds weird. Okay. Lavishly, extravagantly, love extravagantly. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. pray. Why don't we pray for everybody? Sounds good. All right, Father, we lift up every person li- listening tonight or today or whenever they are. God. And, and we pray, God, that you would help us to have patience, that when we're going through a rough time, that we, we, could, uh, we could acknowledge you enough to get out of our pity parties and really you know, listen to you and seek your face and, and figure out who you are, God, through the crazy times. And then, God, we pray that when and if um, we are remembered, we pray, God, that you would, would give us the opportunity to speak out about you and to give credit to who credit is due, which is you. And that um, as a result of that, you would put us in the places of influence and the places that you want us um, to really make a difference in people's lives because you care about people. And we know that you care about us. So please help us to see you and to, to acknowledge you and to live for you in a real and genuine way. That's our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Cool. Okay, next week we're going to get into a really interesting part of the story. We're going to we're going to find that not only did all this cool stuff happen and they survived through it all, but in the midst of it, Joseph is going to meet back up with his brothers that threw him in the pit and sold him. Mm. Dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. What madness ensues, you ask? 
I'm glad you did because you'll find out next week on Taking With You. Same bat channel, same bat time. Okay. For another exciting episode of Taking With You. All right. This has been a more multimedia LLC production, copyright 2012, all rights reserved. To the Batmobile, Amy. Okay, Batman. You do act batty once in a while. <laughs> oh man. Oh, sorry. You you need to go to I need to go Rick to Moyer Pun one oh one. That's what you need. I think I need about eight hours of sleep and I might get better. <laughs> we'll she see. got better. Oh yeah. The new Monty Python Holy Grail app for the for the oh. iPad. Hilarious. I don't recommend it. <laughs> You'll laugh until you hurt yourself. There's some language I have to say. And then you probably feel guilty because you laughed at that. Oh, it's so fun. No, it's really cool. Really, really cool. Would I like it? I think you would. Some of it. Uh, Not all of it. I don't think you like all of it. All right. Well, let's get to the Bat Cave. Okay. Okay. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Oh, we forgot to tell them how they can get a hold of us. Oh, okay. Now they'll figure it out. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. We are indeed seeking Star Trek. And if you want to seek Star Trek, then why don't you try Trek News and Views, the latest news and views on what's going on in the Star Trek world. Your life, as it has been, is over. Oh, my. Oh, my, indeed, George. We also have a little gossip at the end of each program about a certain subject, be it Romulans, Klingons, or whatever takes our fancy. Feel free to drop us a line and join in. Trek News and Views via Podbean or iTunes. Check it out. So you were doing what yesterday? I was playing Oblivion for 12 hours straight. That is the most awesome thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm still working on it. (laughs) I'm the obsessive compulsive type that likes to explore every cave, every Mm -hmm. nook and cranny of every mountain, every city, every back alley. Yes, I know. You know what I like? What? Civilization and a bottle of wine. (laughs) Whole day. That, That to me would be heaven. Because, as I've said before, I can't play Civilization every day, but I could play it for a whole day.
If you had a bottle of wine. If I had a bottle of wine. Otherwise, would just you play keep, it? Not like to get drunk, but just to play, have a nice little, you know. It's like a good book. Just like, Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is for me. You know? And always think that I might play aggressively and then I never do. <laughs> because like, the wine mellows you out. Because the wine mellows me out. It's the most, it's awesome. It's just a really great way to spend a day. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com.